Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHO Bears podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up. What's going on, Bears fans? Got a special show for you today. Adam Hogue, Mark Carmen, Nicholas Moriano all back in studio today as we continue to wrap up the NFL draft. And I think one of our favorite prospects is a seventh-rounder. From Kennesaw State, well, you, Travis Bell. I mean, I love Travis Bell, but I don't think I love him to the level that you love him after watch <laughs> you broke down the tape, and uh, I think you're now calling him, what, Superman, Super Bell? Well, uh, the guy we're bringing on the show right now knows, knows probably understands that reference right away. Uh, the head coach at Kennesaw State, Brian Bohannon, joining us right now. Coach, thanks for, so much for jumping on today. Congratulations on the school getting their first ever NFL draft pick. Yeah, I appreciate it, guys. What an awesome day for us and our university and for Travis Bell, man. Great day. And I tell you what, it's a great day for Chicago Bears. So um, we're awful excited uh, for Travis. Um, I don't think you'll get a better young man um, that's going to be more committed to doing things the way they need to be done uh, for the Bears to be successful. So we're really excited. So, Coach, that Superman reference was I was just showing these guys some of the tape. I was watching it this morning, and and – he, he just loves to finish plays, doesn't he? he he's, I was watching one run play, uh, one run stop, I should say, against Cincinnati. You guys did play the Bearcats uh, this past season, and um, he's got some good film against an FBS-level school there. And one play, he's getting double-teamed, he's getting held back, and all of a sudden he just kind of pops through it and leaps through the air like Superman to help make the tackle. That's just who this guy is, isn't it? That's, you're absolutely correct. That's who he is, and that's how he plays the game. You know, here we take a lot of pride in our effort, attitude, and toughness. We call it eat, um, and Travis is that. You watch him at the point of attack, he makes a lot of plays, but watch him chase the ball down the field. Watch him go make plays sideline to sideline. You know, for a guy that weighs 300-plus pounds, to watch him run around and make plays is is it's fun to watch, and I think that's where you guys are referenced a little, the, the Super Bowl, just because of not what he does at the point of attack, but how, he, how passionate he is about the game. Um, one thing you'll find out about Travis, when he flips the switch, when he goes between the white lines, you need to get out of the way. Now the guy, he, he's, he's on a mission. He's got a little bit of, he's got a little bit of anger about the way he plays, which is what you want a defensive lineman to have. 
Brian Bohannon, the head coach at Kennesaw State, with us here as we're talking about Bears draft pick Travis Bell, who Ryan Poles clearly fell in love with, it seems like, on another level than he has with some players. Uh, Brian, you, you know him, obviously, probably as well as anyone in the football world. What drew you to, uh, you know, want him to you know, help him along the way? And I, I hear that, you know, there's a special connection uh, with his mom, and also uh, apparently he had a job as well where he was carrying a knife along with him when he showed up to football practice. He's, there's a lot of layers here. Yeah, so Travis comes from very little. Um, uh, you know, he he's the story you hear about that doesn't have much at home. His mom is there, um, and they got a great relationship, but he does not have a lot. Uh, college graduate at any point in time in his family is is probably not even a topic of conversation. Uh, and when he got here, um, he struggled. I'll be honest with you. He struggled just getting in line with being a, a what, what's required for being a student athlete in college. Um, and, the, and he and I had multiple conversations. And uh, to his credit, he kind of fought his way through it and ended up being what we knew he would be as a player because we really felt that way about him coming out as a player. But not only that, he became a leader on our football team that all the guys would go to and respected. And, uh, and the thing about it is he's got a big a heart, as you could imagine. Family's really important to him. If he trusts you, he'll do anything for you. He'll go to war for you. He'll fight for you. He'll do anything. Um, and, and he's really a mild-mannered, big heart until you get him between the white lines and get him pissed off, and then he's a different, he's a different person. So just to follow up on that real quick, like I, I watched the video that you guys did on him, and he talks about – just real basic stuff that he needed to learn as a college student, washing dishes, washing his clothes, and, you know, just structure, period. And so, like, I just think there's a stigma out there, like, he's not smart enough to go to college and this stuff, and, but it really doesn't take into consideration. The dude may have plenty of intelligence. He just hasn't had the right guidance, been in the right environment to do it. It sounds like this is a great example of somebody who, when you opened a door for him, he was able to walk on through and w with some trials and tribulations along the way. Yeah, I think, you know, adversities makes you who you are, and that's part of life, right? You got you to gotta go through some of that stuff. You got to fall down and get back up and be better at it. And I think there's no question, you know, he's he's a smart young man. You know, he's, he's he's intelligent. He just didn't know. He didn't understand the structure. He didn't understand how that worked. And this is what, for us, the game is about. So we open a door for a young man who otherwise would be on the streets, probably in jail one day. We give him an opportunity to come in and use his God-given talents to get a degree. And now he's got a chance to go play at the NFL. This is what, for us, this game's about. This is what football's about. This is what college football's about. So I don't think you could find a better story. And you guys talk about all the different layers. There's a lot of them just about him and who he is and how far he's come as a young man. Right. When he was drafted, kind of what was your reaction? Can you paint the picture? What were you kind of doing in the moment uh, when this all unfolded? So, you know, we knew he had a chance late. We did, you, you know, you never know in the draft what's going to happen. So I had really not watched a whole lot of the draft. I was waiting, and I actually sat down and started watching towards the back end of, of the draft. And uh, I guess my at my house, we're streaming. So my, my chief of staff calls me, and he's in absolute panic. He's like, he just got drafted. He just got drafted. And it hadn't popped on my screen yet. And then it popped up as I'm talking to him. And uh, he was excited. And then all of a sudden, social media for all our players, our staff, you know, just everybody here was just – you know, communicating via social media how far they were for Travis. Because um, 
I know y'all, it just couldn't happen to a better man. Like, he is an awesome young man who's come a long way. Um, it's awesome for our university because it's a first. Uh, we've made a lot of history here when we started this program, but it, but uh, but this is another huge step in that. And uh, he's so humble about it too. He doesn't, you know, he, he he just handles it the right way. So yes, that's what happened in the moment. We were all, and then then it was immediately. And I'm not a great social media guy, so I'm trying to come up with a decent tweet that doesn't sound bad, you know, to put out there something, right? Because <laughs> I'm not a big social media guy. So, but but it, then all the stuff followed. So it was an awesome moment for sure. So, Coach. Uh, I- hearing Bears general manager Ryan Poles talk about him, he, he, I mean, he, he seems to t- take even further than you have, and you've obviously been around this kid for a while now. He called him one of his favorite humans ever, and that when he came into the building to visit, you know, neither neither one wanted to leave the room. Uh, how how aware were you of the Bears' interest and, and, and could you, cause I know that you, you know, they call the coaches and they do digging. Like how much did, did, were you aware that specifically the bears loved him? And I guess even from a scheme standpoint, how Travis Bell fits what the bears do defensively. Yeah, we knew a little, um, you know, we knew he'd been evaluated. We knew after his pro day um, and then some of the uh, visits that his stock had gone up. Uh, he had a really good pro day. Uh, we knew how good he was, but, you know, I think he needed to put that out there for for others as well. Um, so we knew a little bit about what the Bears, felt, uh, you know, how they felt about him, uh, and some other you know organizations going into this. But y'all know how this goes. You never know really how something's going to happen, you know, in the moving parts of a draft, and you get towards the end. So, but to me, listening and to to both sides, man, what a great fit. Just from I listened to the press conference um, for the GM and the head coach, and just talking about their culture and what the Bears are trying to establish and how they're trying to do it. Travis is a great fit. Uh, he's a heck of a player, but he's a great fit culturally. Um, and, you know, he's used to that kind of stuff, and he'll, he'll jump right in and be ready to go. Specifically, Coach, what does he do well right now, and where do you think he has room for improvement, something he'll be working on? He's, uh, you know, the, the thing is Travis is not necessarily going to – he's your six foot, six one. I don't know what he measures, but he is powerful. He is powerful. He is strong when he puts his hands on you. He's going to dent whoever's in front of him. It doesn't matter uh, the size. He's going to do that. He's athletic, um, and he plays with a passion. You, you talk to the guy, and you're like, man, he's the most humble, soft-spoken guy on the planet. But I'm going to tell you, when he gets out there and starts competing, especially when you get him a little needled and get him dialed up really good, uh, you'll see a different side of him that, that, that to me, is how you play defense. Um, so I think he's, you know, I think there's some things he's going to do really well. Uh, you know, he's going to have to learn how to be a pro like a lot of guys coming out of college. I think there's some things on that. I think there's always room to grow in the pass rush area and be consistent at what you do. But um, I think the things he's going to show are how hard he plays, how tough he is, and uh, how passionate he is about the game. And I think I think that's a part of the reason the Bears draft him, um, along with the, a lot of other stuff, but that's going to show up. Brian, went specifically for your defense, what were his responsibilities? Was he a penetrator going upfield? What, what were his responsibilities in your defense? Yeah, so, he, you know, he played inside for us. Um, and, he, you know, there's times we set it up where he had to hold a gap, you know, whether he was playing three technique because, you know, obviously if you can get two guys occupied on him, then it frees up some other guys. But we found ways to free him up because he was the best player we had on defense. And uh, so we found ways to free him up. Um, 
you know, he was a hold a gap guy at times. We did a lot of movement early on with him. He's really good at that because uh, he's really athletic. He can move. He's very sudden and quick. So we did a lot of different things with him. I've been through a few coordinators here, so we've we've changed up what we've done a little bit at times. But we try to do things for him to put him in a position to be successful, um, you know, in whatever we're doing. But, uh, you know, anytime you can get those guys where, you know, several guys having to deal with them, I think that's positive for your defense. Coach, uh, going back to, I think you eat, right? Energy, attitude, toughness, that's what it, that's what it stood for? It's so, effort, so, attitude, and toughness. It's eat, it's on the front of our helmet. Got it, effort uh, as the E. So the Bears have hits. That's what they go by. Uh, hustle, intensity, takeaways, being situationally smart. Um, but I could see right away watching the film, and you touched on this earlier, just how Travis Bell sort of fits that, the way he's always hustling behind plays. Um, so I, I, maybe we can create a little Kennesaw State Bears pipeline here because you, you guys seem to be on the, the same page. And I know this is your first draft pick, but you guys are still a relatively young program. I, f- I have a feeling this isn't going to be the last guy you send to the NFL. It, it won't be, and, and we'd love to have a pipeline with the Bears, um, absolutely, and I do. And like I said, I listened to the whole press conference, and I said, oh, I said, there's no doubt there's a match here, regardless of ability, but just the way Travis is going to walk into that program right now, that organization, he's going to have a lot of things that the Bears are, are establishing and been establishing there. And, uh, and I think it'd be – we'd love to have – we're going to have more. We're getting ready to move to Conference USA. Um, and we're excited about that. We're going to continue to recruit great players in, in Georgia and Alabama that I know that will be great fits for the Chicago Bears, especially guys that can come with a lot of effort, attitude, and toughness. Hey, Coach, Deion Sanders was super vocal about, you know, there was disappointed there was only one player drafted from HBCU school. Uh, I'm sure you see guys who don't get an opportunity that, in your mind, probably deserved one. What do you think NFL scouts perhaps miss on on some of the guys that, that you see every day? Well, I think, you know, here, uh, the scouts, for the most part, we've had every senior at least evaled uh, that comes through here. And so, uh, you know, I've told the, the guys when they come here, I'm like, listen, I, everybody wants to go to the NFL, and I want you to go too. I said, but your resume is going to be out there on the grass on how you play and how you, how you perform. I said, that's your resume. I said, when the scouts come through, they're going to want to see what you're about and how good a player you are. And so we've, we've been able to do it here. Uh, we've had multiple guys that played at the next level in different capacities. Obviously, this is the first draft pick, but we have had guys play at the next level. So I think um, here, um, you know, we've we've given guys opportunities. If they can go show what they can do, then then uh, then they're going to have that shot at the next level. And then it's really it's really going to be up to them how that goes. So um, for us, it's been okay. You know, we haven't had any problems with it. Brian, when you reflect back to Travis's collegiate career, what game stands out to you? Where, where are Bears fans need to go watch and see where, hey, this is what Travis is all about? Oh, geez. He played a lot of football because he had a COVID year. This last year, and this is just another compliment to him, he didn't have to come back to our place. Travis could have called a lot of places and played. He wanted to come back here. Just another testament to the kind of kid you guys are getting there in Chicago. Um but I, I'm trying to think back of all the games. I know everybody watched the Cincinnati game this year just because of the nature of the opponent. I w- that's probably the most recent uh, that you could see. But, gosh, he's made so many plays for us over the years. I mean, the guy's been here for six years, uh, and, and, and five of those played, if he was healthy, every snap possible we could keep him on the field. 
So, Coach, you guys are moving to Conference USA this coming season? We're going to be transitioning this season, then officially going in in 24. Got it. Uh, yeah, so if, you know, if fans, football fans aren't aware of Kennesaw State, uh, you should become aware <laughs> because you, I, I want to say 2015 was your first season. You've been there since the start. And uh, right away, you guys had some success winning your conference and, um, and, and obviously have, have climbed the ranks from not existing to going up to the FBS level. I think that's a testament to what you've built there, Coach. So uh, excited to see more of the talent coming out of there and more of your games, too, because hopefully that brings some more exposure. Absolutely. So we're the winningest startup football program in college football history. Wow. Um, which is a pretty big honor for our kids and our staff in this place here. And uh, we're excited about the the move to Conference USA. And obviously, as you mentioned, more exposure for our program and our kids and uh, and definitely more draft picks and, and definitely hopefully a pipeline with the Chicago Bears. Top five things to do in Kennesaw, Georgia, when we come on down to visit you, Coach? You're 25 minutes outside of Atlanta. <laughs> Brave Stadium is 15 minutes from our place. You can do whatever you want here. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it, Coach. Hey, but before you go, what was his job that he was showing up at, at school with the knife in his pocket? What was he doing? I, I got to go ask him because you know what he was doing? He's, he's sending all his money home. This is the kind of kid you got, right? He's, so all the money he's getting is financial aid because he's a qualifier. He's sending all of it home. So that's why he's working. You know, we, you know he's on full scholarship here. Um, but I, I'm sure he was sending all his money home because there was probably some issues there that he was taking care of. He told me the job. I can't remember exactly what it was. Um, he might have been working at Walmart. And a lot of our guys were working at Walmart at one time. I think it was a medical supply company. Yeah, that sounds uh, right. Could have been. Yeah. So, yeah. real quick, and we will let you go here, Coach. But so, how, how how did that work? Like, I mean, you don't hear many kids dealing with a with a full time job and playing football at the same time. Um, you still got to be enrolled in school. Like. It's a lot. I, I'm sure that you guys had to accommodate for some of that too, just as a football program to make it all work. We did some, and he was on the back end of of his time. So he 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 had just about finished school up um, when he was really diving into the full time job all the time. Early on, he was not he was not uh, in the full time job. That was sort of on the back end. Um, but he would come in dressed. You could tell he'd been at work, you know, for meetings and 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 such at times. Um, so, but we, we did, but he, thing about Travis is he wasn't gonna, he wasn't gonna miss anything that he was supposed to be at. He understood, you know, that the, the commitment to, to the program and his teammates. And that was really important because he wanted his teammates to look up to him as a leader. And if he's missing stuff, he knew that, that that wouldn't be the case. So that's just another Testament to him. Last one for me, coach, you know, he's got an uphill battle here to make the team, make the practice squad, whatever. Uh, but And he's not a first-round draft, but he's going to be getting some money here. Like, what do you guys do to try to, you know, prep somebody to stepping into this world where checks are coming in? You almost, you, you might think, you know, coming from where he's coming from, that he's a millionaire. And, you know, it's it's obviously, it's good money, but it's not going to last a lifetime at the same time. Yeah, well, we, we, we give as much guidance as we can. Coach Klein, his D-line coach, does a great job with that group. Um, they'll have some conversations, and then um, hopefully the people that are helping him along the way will help him as well. But we've had conversations along the way about that, and I think uh, sometimes these guys learn a little better because they learn a little more value of the dollar simply because of what they've had to do to get to where they are versus maybe some others. I don't know if that makes sense, but so I think he values it a little bit more. And 
And, uh, you know, obviously we're going to do everything we can to help him make sure he's doing the right things uh, financially for his future, for sure. Coach Bohannon, we really appreciate the time. Uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye on the program going forward. you got some new fans, uh, viewers, and listeners of this show. So uh, thanks again for your time today, and good luck in the future. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate right. it. There he is, Brian Bohannon, the head coach at Kennesaw State. The Owls. Heck of a – like, seriously, I want, that's why I want to get into some of the program. They, they went above 500 their first season of existing. That's, an, that's, that's not so easy to do. Yeah. I don't care what level of football you're playing nope. or what. $75 season tickets. Might, might you know, I, I can't leave you guys here, but I do, you know. Trip to Georgia? Atlanta. Good. You know, I like the heat. There's bye week going on in an Owls game next year. Why not, why not, why not hang in the, in the South for, you know, a period of your life? Get some football going on. I Eat like some it. good food. Sounds Hang good to out. me. Well, he was awesome. So uh, we really appreciate his time. And I'm, like, tell, I'm telling you guys, I, I like mean. like Trey Young. Go ahead. We'll, we'll, we'll find a way to get some clips out to you. But th- <laughs> this this dude, his tape is just, I, I don't know how it's going to translate to the NFL. Like, I'm not, I'm not projecting. I'm not sitting here saying, like, this is the Bears' future for three technique. All I'm saying is that the energy that this kid has, it – it's insane. Like he, I love he'll that. be on the backside of play, running back all the way over here. He already got past him, and he'll find a way to chase him down from the back end. Now, are you chasing down Bijan Robinson at the next level? Probably not. At like so, there's some of that. But the point is the effort. It's there, and that that coach was talking about right there. That attitude, that toughness. He's bull rushing guards straight in the backfield, and the reason we bring up Cincinnati game is because you know. That's upper level, mm-hmm. okay? That's not just not playing FCS level. And at the same time, Cincinnati's been sending a lot of dudes to the NFL. I don't know if you've noticed this lately, including uh, a one Tyler to the Strat. Bears in the fourth round. Um, so it's just a fun tape. And he's a fun – regardless, he's a fun player. And the more just doing research on it in the last couple of days, at first you hear Ryan Poles talk about this guy, you're like, okay. Like, let's pump everybody. the brakes a yeah. little bit. Your favorite human being ever, but really, like I, I understand it. And you heard Coach Bohannon there, kind of back all that up. I just a kid like that getting an opportunity, leveling the playing field. It's just it's really heartwarming. Like that's how these things should work. Um, so I will be significantly rooting for Travis to uh, make the teams slash have success in his life uh super chat from chris peguero 499 appreciate you brother thought y'all would mention qb1 is from kennesaw that's a that is a that is a loaf on our part there's no doubt about it i'm gonna have to point the thumb on that because i could have well, done I mean, that yeah but it's not like he knows travis bell i don't you know I don't, yeah but we should have fielded okay. he's right peguero is spot on thanks peguero good uh good details there by the good way good job with, that, to you mark qb qb1 wanted to be drafted by the falcons but now he's a happy he's a Chicago bear. 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 Uh, Justin Fields didn't go to Kennesaw State. Yeah, he just grew up in this town, so I don't. <sighs> yeah, but you know, should have gone there instead of Georgia. I mean, right? It didn't go well at Georgia. He should transfer back to Kennesaw. Yeah, I mean, it would have been cooler if he went to Kennesaw <laughs> before he went to Ohio State. That's for sure. Yeah, come on. Obviously, I'm just kidding. Fields lacking heart, sitting right there at Kennesaw could just filled up the stadium and made it huge. Yeah. I'm out on fields. 
<laughs> Terrible job. <laughs> there it is. Oh, someone's going to clip that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. You hear what Mark Harmon said? Out on field. Oh, jeez. Oh, <laughs> is he going to be at rookie minicamp just to, just to show up and meet the rookies? Uh, he'll be around the building, I'm sure. We'll find him. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, from, from what I hear about fields, he doesn't. I think he lives there. I think that he misses me and wants to see me. By the way, Braggs did have a great comment in the chat saying that he, he loves Kennesaw State until they beat Purdue in the first round of the tournament next year. That's a good line by Gregory. Wow. <laughs> I think that's gross. It's right there. Good point. Um, all right. Hey, our friends at FOCO, you want to get fitted out in the best sports gear around. That's why you go to FOCO. They have hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, everything in between. It is spring. It is baseball season. They got you set up with Aloha shirts, straw hats, polos bags everything you need for a nice game out in the sun join that summer baseball weather and right here are some of our set decorations both in front of us behind us it's from foco foco's donated a few awesome pieces for our sets so please go show them some love check out foco.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items use the promo code chgo for 10 percent off You got to check out FOCO, but you also got to check out Athletic Greens with one scoop of your AG1s. You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day off right. This mixture of ingredients helps your immune system, gives you energy, and improves your focus. And that's why I take my AG1s, and you you should too. Also, it helps support better sleep quality and recovery, which we all definitely need. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. It's super simple. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Bears. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash Bears to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. All right. Hi, Adam. Gotta, How are you? We got a DraftKings pick of the week. That has to be done. Oh. Yeah. You know, I was looking at the Kaner? heat. Kaner. 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 What about Kaner? Patrick Kaner. Season is over? Yeah. Not playing. Uh, what are you going to bet on this pick of the week? going to be over. It already is over. How about we bet on where he lands as a free agent coming back to the Blackhawks? Not sure that's probably going to be bet on that. I don't know like that's happening. I was going to bet on, like, Jimmy Butler, but with the injury. Is Butler out for sure I don't tonight? know. We don't, what? I don't think anything's been – you can't bet on him right now on DraftKings, so I think it's a little undecided. I didn't know he was hurt. I actually won a bet last night. It was very exciting. Congratulations. Yeah. What would you bet? Nuggets? Uh, I, no, I, I missed my, my Nuggets bet, although it was a no-sweat bet, so I'll get a $5 bonus bet. Thank you, DraftKings. Um, but I did hit on the Padres, who were playing the Reds last night. I, I took uh, – Money line or no? What did I take? You bet Padres Reds. I did because I had <laughs> wow. a bonus bet. Wow, I was so offended, I, dude. I, I took them uh, minus three and a half runs. I said, you know what? They're going to beat the heck out of the Reds. The Reds pitcher yeah. Luke Weaver, not good. I was listening to CHO bets yesterday with Sean and Cody. Uh, okay, and you got it. You got it. You got it from Sean that's and Cody. Where yeah. you, I had insight. Yeah, you got to do your work. You listen to the bet show, and yeah. those guys come through. Um, that's weird. I'll tell you this. It's not that weird. I like gambling. The Heat are six-point dogs tonight. Yep. Tibbs. You know, and Jimmy's banged up. Don't know his status, I guess, as of right now, unless something's happened in the last hour or so. But the way the Heat's playing, I think plus six. Mm-hmm. At least I'll cover plus, that. Yep. 
You can make that bet with DraftKings, but we can have a side bet too. Um, well, that's I'm just saying that is our play of the day or the week. Or okay, never, year, or whatever we do, and I'll get on board. The Heat are going to kill the Knicks tonight. Let's go. I like it. Uh, I everything that's happening in the NBA playoffs is complete death, but we don't need to talk about that right I, now. You know, I have been a bad NBA watcher. I'm com- literally completely missed, like not seen a second it, or known it was happening. Both the Jimmy fifty piece and the stuff. The, the, it's oh. been phenomenal. Have not seen a like. She was like awesome. that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, we've <laughs> had a lot of we've had a lot of we, stuff we, going you on. You know, the draft and we've had we've been busy. Uh, it was really Chris depressing. Paul got Chris Paul got hurt last night. That means that the Suns can't beat the Lakers. You've got the Bucks ever eliminated. The Suns can't beat the Lakers. They're playing. I'm trying to figure out who can beat LA from that series and who I should be rooting for because we don't need any more LeBron noise around. And I and I came up to the conclusion in the middle of the game last night that I want the Suns to win, but I need Chris Paul to stay healthy. And literally five Ooh. seconds later, he blew out his groin. It's probably done. <laughs> All right, save it for the bull show. Move along. <laughs> well, actually, I you know just one tangent from that because over the weekend they're chanting "sell the team." Yeah, at at guaranteed rate field, and um, you know, at different points in time, different owners have been the least popular. And I was thinking about it as how it relates to the Bears. Like I think the McCaskies are actually above Reinsdorf right now. That is a strange thing to say. Isn't yeah. that a strange it's not thing? Even to say? Close. It's not even close. No, and he's got. Yeah. And granted, he inherited Mike uh, and all that. I would argue it's been like that for a long time, though. Mm. I don't know. It's been pretty. Well, least, I don't know. I mean, at least people, people were pretty, decade. pretty the same. Pe- I haven't heard a lot of nice things said. I mean, people like George, but as far as the leadership goes through Nagy and Pace, I don't, I didn't, I didn't sense a, a whole lot of love there, but I think there's a different feeling now with polls and it's sort of like the, the bears ownership is a little bit stabilized here. Whereas the way the White Sox season has started out, that thing is just going right to the toilet for, for from you know from a fan standpoint. And the Bulls, you know, um, look. And then he speaks yesterday and says what he said. Yeah, I yeah, that was not. I drafted like six or seven different tweets and then just decided, you know what, this is causing me too much anxiety. I can't handle it. Um, but that one quote where he's like, "All fans, fans really just want to be in the mix." With a couple weeks left in the season. He's got proof in the pudding in that one. Okay, one, that just proof you have no idea what your fans want. You have no clue what your fans want. And two, you're awful at doing that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're not even close to being in the mix. Hey, it's, they're in their championship window, year three of it, I believe. <laughs> you were in 2020 and 20, but which by the way, 2020, I feel like people completely forget. They finished one in eight. I think it was, or one in nine and completely collapsed and blew the division title. Is that what, is that what you want in the last week? That's what, that's what fans want. That's a stress ball. That's what fans <laughs> that's want. A stress ball for Adam. Right Your there. fans this is a nice little stress ball. This is, uh, this is my friend Jerry here. <laughs> oh, Wait, no. that's, that's, uh, that's crammy. That's crammy. <laughs> He makes you feel better. You know what I want as a White Sox fan? I want to be right in the mix the last two weeks of the season and then blow it like 2012 (laughs) and 2020. That's what I want as a White Sox fan. You're right. Squeeze Crammy. Squeeze Crammy. Get it out. out. 2005, they were also a little... They tried to blow it in 05, but at least they made it in. So, listen, one season was 
I guess, worth it all. Terrible. It's when you compare them to other organizations, it it's tricky because 1985 is a long time ago. And the Blackhawks, you know, of recent note, haven't been great, but there's three cups within what now? 15 years, 14 years, whatever, do the math. Thank you very much. And uh, I don't know. And then there's Jerry with his seven. But yet people are just fed up. They have. I mean, 1998 is a very long time ago. It was. And believe me, at the time I said it when, you know, Jerry Krause was getting up there, any red-blooded general manager who wants to prove that he can. Dude, I will bet. Literally everything I have in my pocket that you guys are never getting back there. I have seen who you draft. I saw I saw you in the entire Jordan career. You know how many perennial all-stars you found them? One. <laughs> One damn all-star. That's it. It ain't happening. That ain't going to work going forward. I don't like your chances. <laughs> <laughs> and then they drafted Eddie Curry. Oof. And they actually, at the, yeah, Eddie Curry was bad, but they actually were on the right path with Tyson. Tyson but then Chandler, they, you know, the, but then they had to trade Tyson out Chandler. of that because it, it just we don't need to go down that road. But anyway, uh, I just feel like you know, hey, George and company, they're they're kind of you know, for all intents and purposes, riding high here as far as the fan angst is concerned around Chicago right now. Bears are doing all right. And let's talk about the interior design interior aspect design. of the Chicago Bears. <laughs> interior. D- Design the interior defensive line. line. Oh, the interior D line. line. Yeah. Yes, oh, we can get to that now. Yes. All right, yeah. great. Yeah. Let's go. Well, I I think we also. How do you? Okay. Now that you've learned a little bit about Travis Bell, mm-hmm. how do you feel about these three defensive tackles that the Bears have added? <sighs> I, go I, ahead, Nick. Yeah. Um, look, I I really want to ask people on the Florida defensive staff what. Gervon Dexter's responsibility, like exactly what he was being coached to do. Because I was watching his game against Utah, Adam, and I don't know if you, you delve into that tape. I haven't gotten to Utah um, yet, no. It, it's not good. He's like, he is laid off the snap. He also lines up about a helmet behind every other defensive lineman. And it's just, it's just, there wasn't much of an impact. And then I go and watch South Carolina's game against Kentucky. And Zach Pickens is getting in the backfield mm-hmm. and doing some good things. So right now for me, Gervon Dexter, I'm I'm low on Gervon Dexter, and I need to watch a lot more. And I would need I would love to talk to some of these Florida coaches to know exactly what his responsibilities were, why he was playing the way he was, to kind of get a better understanding. But as a whole, like I'm I'm higher on Zach Pickens than I am on Gervon Dexter, and then obviously Travis Bell is all higher up on there. And before you cover what you and Woot went over and I'd like to hear some deep Hogue analysis here I do just like to throw the question out there you know Florida has a pretty good school they know what they're doing over there so the concept that the Bears are going to unearth something in Dexter that they couldn't figure out at SEC Florida I think is at least worth questioning. Like it's, I don't. But yeah, but they've had some issues with the coaching. I mean, they've been through okay. some coaches over there recently. I, I don't, I, and I don't want to put down the coaches necessarily. I don't know. Um, kind of like how Nick brought up, and Woot and I talked about this a little bit too. The impressive thing about Jervon Dexter is, like Woot and I went through the film, and we 
you're able to circle multiple times, like many times, <laughs> where the ball is already in Will Levis's hand and a shotgun snap, mm-hmm. and Dexter still hasn't taken his hand off the ground. Like, yes. that's how slow yeah. the get-off is. Now, there's no way his get-off is actually that slow. No, no. Like, that's a... I don't know if it's being tired or uh, just... That's, that was but one part of, of it said. is... Part of it definitely is, and this came up, people are asking about it, and it's probably going to drop here in the comments immediately, what his responsibilities mm-hmm. were. Oh, it's read and react. And Woot and I both said this. Yes, it is. But your hand still shouldn't be on the ground by the time the quarterback has the ball. Like, you still got to be up and doing something. So, it's... And then the other side of that is, we went through the whole tape against Kentucky. He still made a lot of damn plays. Like, despite the slow get off, he's still in the backfield. He still made. So, the athleticism is 100% there. The strength is 100% the strength, yes, there. That showed up. He's able to, he gets in positions where he's almost out of position, double teamed, and he's able to throw an interior lineman, a guard or a center to the side and make the play. So from a projection standpoint, you if you believe that he has the explosiveness, you looked at the you looked at the tape, or, or I'm sorry, the uh, the tape and you said, okay, yeah, it needs to be better. But his numbers, his broad jump, his his <laughs> vertical, what, what all the athleticism numbers that came in, they do show he's very athletic. It's there, yeah. Get him in the Bears coaching, right? In this hits principle. Teach him how to play more like Travis Bell. Because if this dude plays like Travis Bell, what's on Travis Bell's tape, just that style and that relentlessness, he's going to be an insane player. He's going to be good really, really yeah. good. He, he really is. It's just, it's a, it's, it's, it's always hard to fall in love with a guy when it's not quite all there on film. But all the other things are. The athleticism's there. The strength's there. There's plenty of great plays in the backfield. You're just watching and you're going, why is he so damn slow off the, off the ball? And maybe the Bears have a very clear reason for that in their head that they're going to work on this, how we're going to do it, and that's why we're going to make them a pick right here because we believe in his upside. And may, uh, clearly they do. That they, they, And it is on the table if they get – if they are able to get Dexter right and say Pickens right and – I mean, Ryan Poles, if that, if that actually happens and all of a sudden they're getting an impact on an interior D-line, number one, it sets them up enormously well for to do the last part of this rebuild and really become an actual threat. Secondly, he will start stamping himself as GM1. Like, if he really can see, um, you know, we yeah, we passed on Jalen Carter. We didn't like his uh, off-the-field stuff. Let's put it like that. And we realized that these guys were going to be there, and we thought that they could step in. If he's having comments like that down the line, real, man, real, that would be unbelievable for Ryan Pulse. Quick, what's what's Fishbane saying? We have a suggestion here. We always like suggestions. Uh, Kevin not even charging us for this one. Uh, free idea. Have Wooten in studio demonstrating line moves going up against Karn. You I'm know, his tribute too. Uh, I, anything for the team. I mean, Fish knows that. And, and Fishbane's having a great day today with Chris Collins getting a big uh, contract extension Northwestern. Congratulations to Kevin. I'm sure he's just... I don't think Kevin's getting any of that money. No, but I, I think he went from two to four season tickets. Cats next year. Yeah, well, now he's got to pay more in season <laughs> tickets to pay for the coach. He's fired up for it. He's, he's, super, <laughs> he's super excited. He can't wait to go and see... Uh, 
whoever's on Northwestern next season as they're all leaving. I don't know why. I think Kevin's a walk-on next year. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. Give the ball to Barnheiser. All right. uh, Look, so you like him. Nick is still skeptical. I need to watch more. On Dexter? Yeah. Um, I I need to watch more for sure, but I'm – I I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I'd say there were definitely. I'm gonna be. There's other guys I I liked more, mm-hmm. but you know I I. It'll, it'll be fascinating to watch in training camp. I'll say that. We'll get. I, I mean, of all the picks, there's, if I had to like rank the picks of ones I just like, right? Like, okay, Darnell obviously Wright. Darnell Wright's up there. Travis Scott's up there. I don't know why or you're Sean looking Johnson. at me like that. Travis really Scott. <laughs> Tyler. Tyler Scott. I'm sorry. Oh, Travis, Travis, Travis Bell. You, you Tyler Travis Scott. Scott. They were playing yeah, against know, each right. other. <laughs> what? Uh, Do you know uh, who Travis Scott is? Like, it, the name sounds familiar, doesn't yeah. it? The rapper. Yeah, the rapper. Okay. Yeah. Astro World. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. I, I don't he had a shoe actually dropped not too long ago. He I just, I, he just Travis Bell, Tyler Scott. Yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah. Regardless, some oh. combination of those two I like. Okay. All okay, right. those two players. Mm-hmm. One's a very small wide receiver, and one's a undersized but big dude still. Uh, I, my after show activities is going to go deeper than anyone's ever gone on 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 Dexter. That's my plan. Okay, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going into the personal. <laughs> I'm going into the private. I'm yeah. going into the corners. I'm coming out of it with with 17 tweets coming out here. So that's because 17. I I want to 17 is the number. I want to believe. In uh, in the Dexter and and the polls and yeah. in in a position where the Bears absolutely need to have somebody make a major impact this year, but be it him, Pickens, a rotation of people, someone's got to do something, or yeah. else, they or else they're yeah. you know. I do like that they got three guys coming in who versatility too. Yeah, have some versatility. Well, you'll be a, here's the one thing I'll say about Bell too. You're gonna find out right away if this guy can stick. It's going to, I think it's going to be, this is one of those guys where like you see the energy, you see the relentlessness, you see the way he plays, but how does he get washed? Does he get washed out by these bigger NFL offensive <laughs> linemen? It's a, it's a big transition. Um, and I think we're going to be able to see that in camp right away, especially cause he's a little undersized. Um, and it might, and it might work. It might work. I love the, I love the way the dude plays. So that's going to be, that's going to be interesting. Be fun to watch this weekend. So you're higher on Bell than, than, than Gervin. No, 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 no. Say it. It's, he's a seventh round. No, like, I he's think that would be silly. I'm just trying to put them both in perspective. <laughs> like Dexter certainly has, he's six, six compared to Bell at six foot. Right. Like I'm not, uh, but what I am saying is if you took Bell's the way he's like just a, jitterbug flying all over the field and put that into Dexter's tape. Yeah. You're probably talking about super defense, a top three pick in the entire draft, right? Like you're talking about like a Jalen Carter type level. Unfortunately that thing is, I've always wanted to do that. If we took that over there and put that into there, then you'd have one hell of a player. It doesn't quite work that way. By the way, there's one play where um, Dexter, I don't know if it was a sack or not, depending on where he actually got tackled near the line of scrimmage, but Levis had to like run up the middle. There's an edge rusher on the left side who just shoves the right tackle straight back with one arm, and he's a lot smaller than this right tackle. It's an incredible play. This guy's name is Brenton Cox Jr., who he popped up on this film. I'm watching it Dexter multiple times, and I'm going, who is this guy, and why was he not drafted? 
And I look up his profile in the, the Beast. Not only was he kicked out of Florida shortly after that game, he was also kicked out of Georgia when he was a freshman there. So dismissed from two SEC programs. Oof. Who signed this guy yesterday? The Green Bay Packers. Wow. What's his name again, Adam? Brenton Cox Jr. I wonder. I wrote down in my notes, too. I want to see what number he was. Number one. Yeah, yeah, this guy jumped on film for me, too. His I'm tape like, is insane. Everybody's late. The whole interior defensive line was laid off the snap, yeah. and then number one is flying up field. I'm like, who the? Yeah, yeah. what do I have here? Uh, everybody's late. Actually, number one edge could get off. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, right. he, and, 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 but the problem is even in Brugler's profile, it's like he's, got, he's quoting scouts that are like, this guy's untouchable. Nobody's going to want to deal with him. So he goes undrafted. He's he signed, though, with the Packers. As an undrafted free agent, so you know very little risk there. If he works out, if he changes, you know, if he, I don't know what the issues are. I'm not going to pretend to know. But all I know is he got dismissed from two SEC schools. If he sticks there, I'm telling you that might be a name you want to keep an eye play. on because he's. I think he's actually really good at football. He just, yeah, his get off was more about getting off the team twice. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> well, well. Done. Sounds like the guy that I ran into at the gym yesterday who <laughs> ruined my entire experience. But why don't you continue on, Ope, because we have a very important last topic that we need to touch. Let's do this. All right, NBA playoffs time. That means big hoops action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Get in on the excitement of every game with the touch of a button. New customers can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Plus, everyone can score a no-sweat same-game parlay every day during the NBA playoffs. Open the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a same-game parlay on any NBA game. And if it doesn't hit, you'll get a bonus bet back up to $10. Download the app now. Sign up with code CHGO. New customers can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code CHGO. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts. Call 1-800-327-5050 or visit Gambling Helpline MA.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny that's 467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Take on the sun, life, bears, The and Phoenix Suns. You could take on the Phoenix Suns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want gear built to last. You want to be hanging out with our friends at Shady Rays who have you covered for the warm weather ahead with the premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Shady Rays, an independent sunglasses company. I love underlining that. You are buying from good people there. They offer world-class product just as good as any expensive pair that you've ever worn. Durable frames, extremely clear optics. They got it all going on for you. And of course, they've got their insane protection plan every pair of sunglasses backed by the lost and broken replacements you lose the pair even on day one they'll send you a brand new pair no questions asked wear your shady rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase and if you don't love your shady rays exchange it for a new pair you can return them for free within 30 days no risk when you shop exclusively for you the CHGO listener, we love you. We want to give back to you. So does Shady Rays. Their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. 
Use the code CHGO. You get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shade's rated five stars by over 250,000 people. All right. So You want to talk about this Fields thing? Yeah, yeah. So one of our great social media people here put out a tweet last night and said, with everything that Ryan Poles has done. Are you talking about yourself? Yes. I <laughs> am. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we all contribute around. So I put out a tweet last night from our Bears account saying, with everything that Poles has done, uh, <clears throat> does Justin Fields have enough to be successful? And it's got 100-plus replies, and literally everyone is a yes that there is enough on the offensive line, there is enough wide receiving talent. There's an extra tight end. We've got a running back that's been drafted. Forget about David Montgomery being out the door. No problem. Khalil Herbert, Roshan Johnson, let's go. <clears throat> Dial it up, Darnell Wright. Live the dream. New guard, right guard. Tevin moving over to left guard, no problem. Cody Whiter's going to step right in. Braxton Jones, year two, left tackle. That apparently is good, too. Love you, Braxton. And, uh, you know, Tyler Scott, DJ Moore, we're good. Yeah. So it's all on fields right now. Are we, are we all on board about this? That, 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 hey, man, if this thing doesn't come together, it is officially on QB1. Well, I, I think to a certain extent, yes. I, I think that, you know, I don't think we're talking about one of the greatest offensive rosters of all time. But I do think that Ryan Poles has gotten this thing to a spot where if the quarterback is the dude, the thing's going to take off, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, it's not like the Chiefs are running out there with Hall of Famers all over the place, okay? They have the dude at quarterback who elevates everyone else around him. You know, how many years do we see that in Green Bay, too. I mean, good, solid players, but the quarterback is elevating everybody, right? So I think Ryan Poles has at least gotten the offensive line to a more than functional situation where he's found a way to balance youth with some of these veterans. Mm -hmm. um, it's not like Nate, Nate Davis is that old. Now you got a second-year left tackle. You're going to have a rookie right tackle. Um, but it does feel like it's upgraded overall. It feels like you have a little bit more depth up the middle at center, too. That was a problem last year. Now you have two players that have done it for a long time, have plenty of experience in Cody Whitehair and Lucas Patrick. So there's, there's enough there before we even start talking about the weapons. And from a running game standpoint which is what the Bears were really good at last year part of that was Justin Fields but a lot of it was also just their scheme and the running backs I think especially now that they've drafted Roshan Johnson they've signed Dante Foreman <laughs> there's no reason they can't at least be as good with their running backs and their running game they're not Justin Fields running game let's put it that way to keep that up so now the question is with better production with the same running game with <laughs> with better protection up front does he have the weapons to take all the excuses out of this now, right? To say you have to figure out a way to elevate your game, to process faster, to get the ball into your playmaker's hands. And barring a couple catastrophic injuries with some of these wide receivers, which is always something you have to plan for, 
in my opinion, yeah, the answer is yes. He has those pieces. He has DJ Moore. He has Darnell Mooney. I think Chase Claypool being in a much more comfortable situation where he doesn't need to, you know, pretend to be the number one wide receiver um, could elevate his game, especially in the red zone with potential touchdown targets. And then understanding that there's still some a couple young, exciting players there. One of them being not Travis Scott, but Tyler Scott. Get that right. Um, and Valus Jones Jr., what does this mean for him? But I liked how he ended last season. And you can still find a way to get him the football in some spots. So that's a really long way of saying, yes, I, I agree with most of those people that re- responded to that outstanding tweet that was put out by whoever put that out last night. Great job. Great and, job. Uh, and we're, I think the another a simpler, faster way of saying this is Justin Fields is going to be the reason that either this offense takes off or it doesn't. It's a good way of putting it, Adam. And we talked about it on After Dark, Mark. But also another important thing, Luke Getze, second year with him. Just the continuity, the familiarity with the offense. Like, there are no more excuses. I think Bears fans are okay with saying that. Like, if this offense doesn't take off, it's all going to come back to the quarterback because you have the weapons. You have a more stable offensive line. The, the thing is, too, I can foresee some maybe offensive struggles early on. They're still getting the chemistry down. You do have new wide receivers, new offensive line, and new spots. So you do have some new pieces around. But that doesn't mean like halfway through the season, maybe even a little bit before that, they should have a good feel for each other. So it might be a, a tough in the beginning, but no more excuses for, for Justin Fields' offense. If it's going to take off, this is the season where, where it happens, where you see some good things, some points being scored by the Bears and not like in a four-week span or however long it was where the Bears were, were actually humming. Well, we got the greatest Bears quarterback of all time in the chat today, Sid Luckman, saying we lost seven uh, one-score games last year with that roster. How many of those did we win this year? So, I mean, if Sid is, 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 is stamping it, then as we go back to the 40s to find the best Bears quarterback of all time, which is still amazing to me, hey, that, I mean, that means a lot right there. I just... I actually feel a drop of anxiety for Fields that like, and I, I don't and I don't think Bears fans are going to jump on him if the Bears start slow and the offense doesn't instantly take off, but we're seeing it. it the opinion right now is like, hey man, there's enough. If you're the real deal, year three. Not saying you need to be Jalen Hurts and be an MVP candidate, but we should be seeing a massive, massive jump here in year three. Yeah, so enough that you know going out of the year that you're going to pick up his fifth year option at a minimum for sure. Right? You don't yeah. want that if you're in that same conversation that we were in with Mitch Trubisky a few years ago, which Oof. is you know we're at the combine, you're picking this up, you're not picking this up. What's going to happen here? And we kind of all got the sense, yeah, I don't think they're picking it up. And they didn't. And they didn't. And that turned out to be the right move. Um, you just got. I think people are almost some people are misunderstanding the the, the conversation. Uh, we're not saying the Bears are you know, going to take off here as a team and, you know, win 12 games. All we're talking about is Justin Fields. Score points. In, in the, yeah. D- yeah, right? Score does do, does Justin Fields have enough to work with now that you can get that evaluation that you desperately need? I think the answer is yes. Because if he is what everyone thinks he can be, including all of us here, I believe he has enough to then go out and do that this year yep. and show them that. And that's what I think is going to happen. And if it doesn't, well, then that's your evaluation, right? The, 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 you just can't have the same conversation as last year where it was like, okay, he kind of did it. They went ahead that one month. There was, the running game was great, but where is he as a passer? Oh, he has to get better. Where Everyone in the organization is admitting that right now, right? 
that's you want to be past that by this time next mm-hmm. year for sure it's also i mean let's underline this is a hell of a compliment to ryan poles they were a long way away from this being the case and Carm loves ryan poles I'm a Poles guy. King Poles. I'm a Fields guy. Torian, you just heard my feelings. I'm not rooting against Justin Fields. I'm not going to be happy if he fails. I want to replace him anyway, even if he shows out. I'm not trying to replace QB1. I love QB1. I, I think Fields is, a you know, outside of his talent on the field, I just think he's a very likable guy off the field. So, um, but I, I, I do think it's, it's an impressive accomplishment for Poles in uh, an offense that was pretty devoid of uh, a lot, mm-hmm. couldn't protect, didn't have weapons, that Bears fans are feeling pretty comfortable with it. I still think they need to do more. Uh, and I I believe they have, you know, that they're right about Darnell Wright. I believe that Braxton Jones is going to make a, the, the leap that he needs to make next year. I guess I think Cody Whitehair can step in and be the center. And if not him, that'll be Lucas Patrick, I guess. Um, Nate Davis is good. I don't know. I guess he is. They paid him a lot of money. Tevin's going to stay healthy. I mean, the offensive line to me is not exactly, uh, you know, we, we don't have pro bowler after pro bowler year after year to, that we're leaning on here, but people are believing in it. Okay. I mean, DJ Moore, I like him too. Never made a pro bowl. Chase Claypool, one good season in the NFL. Darnell Mooney, same thing. Roshan Johnson, I don't know. Maybe. I hope so. Uh, Khalil Herbert, eh, you know, decent back, but okay. Robert Tunyon, eh, Packers let him go. He's, eh, like, I don't know the. They had to draft two tight ends to replace him. That's yeah. how good he is. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. That's one way of looking. They at drafted it. two tight ends in the first. Cole Komet, three rounds, right? What was that? Cole Komet, tight end one. I mean, I, He's tight. I just, you know, I think there's a lot of optimism out there that uh, might be a little bit over the top of when you kind of. Sit back and really look at it, but but maybe it'll all come together, as Poles also did I say. Mean, like, settle down. It's it's May. <laughs> See, I love the whole settle down thing. It's like we're doing we're we're doing a show. I can't just I can't settle without, down to September, anything. whatever the hell, when it starts again. Don't have any takes until I, August. I I, <laughs> I I just I I'm just kind of I was expecting a little bit more of a balanced like on <clears> some <throat> level, like not necessarily, but everyone's like yes. The pieces are in place. Okay. Okie dokie. Got it. I think someone just compared you to Tucker Carl- Carlson. That's it's not great. That's, 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 <laughs> that's, great. that's, you know, there's one thing to call me Krampa. There's nothing to call me Cram. When you compare me to that guy, now we got a problem. <laughs> Lowest of the low. Do we have any Squeeze super him. chats? Squeeze them. Uh, no, no. The, we got rid of that uh, Pagaro thing early. and uh, Okay. Yeah. Just want to make sure before I say goodbye. Appreciate everybody watching. Um, if you came in late and missed Kennesaw State's head coach. He was awesome. Yeah, what, what's his name, by the way? Do we know his name? Brian Bohannon. Bohannon. Yeah. Why? Who screwed up his name? Oh, who, who wrote the description today? Oh, oh here comes. Oh, Carm. What did I do wrong in the description? Well, you didn't say Brian Bohannon, that's for sure. What did I say? Yeah, uh, Brian Donovan. No, I didn't. Yeah. Who's friends with my son and I plays mean, on it? Yeah. I, I coach Brian Donovan. I you definitely could, didn't say Shout that. out to the Donovan. I definitely, that's definitely autocorrected incorrectly. Well, okay. Coach Brain. Coach Brain. <laughs> I yeah. did which, say that. Which you spelled <laughs> Brian wrong like 17 times. These too. things happen. I got dyslexia <laughs> or something. I don't know. It's, it's not great. Uh, yeah. In all seriousness, though, shout out to Carm because he's the one who got yes. shout out to Carm. Coach Bohan job, on Graham. the show today. And he was fun to talk to. Plenty more coming this week. Um, 
tomorrow's Wednesday. I cannot keep my days straight. I, I, ask, I think yeah. when you work 13 days in a row, that starts to happen. I have no idea what day it is. It, tom- today's Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday. That me- Oh, tomorrow's Wednesday. Yeah. means Braggs is here. Let's see. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> Can't wait to see you, buddy. Oh, that's all right. Eric at home on the show tomorrow. Our buddy Eric, draft analyst, NFL.com. He's jumping on, so we're going to continue to break fun. this thing down. Nice. And um, we're getting a Florida coach on here sooner than later. We're going to talk about Dexter in, in detail. Yes. I mean, details. do we want, What's we want that? Billy Napier? Do we want someone who coached him like previous? Like, because, you know, I'm open the, to, Florida's I'm, had such a. I know, I turnover. can't keep track. I'm open to suggestions. And by the way, real quick, it's Jervon. Not, what did I say? I just called guys, him Dexter. Jervon. called him Gurr. It's Jervon. Nick was Gurr the whole time. Yeah. When, when, just, when did you both Gurr? I wasn't listening it's to It's Jervon. Wow. Jervon. Jervon. Sorry, Jervon. Yes, Jervon Dexter. I'm going to watch senior. more tape of you, Jervon Dexter. It, it ain't easy out there, buddy. <laughs> Think Let me about tell it, Jerry. Bye, Jerry. Have a great day. I'll be on the sidewalk talking to myself if anybody wants to hit me up. See you tomorrow. Twitter, TikTok, Insta.